Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. My name is Heidi St. John, and I am here today with Dorinda Wilson. We're back again. We're back. We're back, and we we're going to be we've we've got a great podcast lined up today. I'm I excited. am. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, because my dear friend and uh, my assistant, but she's really more my friend than mm-hmm. my assistant, uh, Melissa Crabtree is here. And I've been wanting to get her on the podcast for a long time, but we haven't had the technology. And right. now that my genius husband I know. has it's a new mixing fantastic. board, uh, we can have people on the podcast, uh, even from uh, Tennessee. So Melissa, are you there? I am here. Thank hey. you for having me. Hey, welcome. We're excited. This is kind of like the this is like a, a dream come true for me. The trifecta of the busy mom is right. Dorinda Wilson and Melissa Crabtree <laughs> in the house with me. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm excited about that. I want to, uh, by way of introduction for Melissa, um, Melissa has been working with me for several years at the Busy Mom, and she does a lot of the technical things that you guys see over at the blog and that kind of thing. But beyond the work that she does for me and the great friend that she is, um, Melissa really has a heart for um, children with disabilities. And mm-hmm. when I first heard about her, it was from Steve Lambert, who she also works for five in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Steve was telling me about this amazing young mom who was working for him. He's like, you've got to see her. She's on video. And if you guys know Steve and Melissa, you'll love this. Uh, he was like, stop what you're doing. And and, and I'm sending you a link. <laughs> so I was like, so I had to stop everything that I was doing and watch this, watch this link that he sent me, I don't know, for all I know, I had my, you know, I was up to my elbows and chicken. And uh, he was like, I you didn't know, know, you'd never seen it. Oh, no, I'd never seen it. No, but uh, believe me, um, Steve was sure, made sure that I did see it. <laughs> and I believe uh, you were doing a video, weren't you, Melissa, for Johnny and Friends? Yes, it was the first week that I had ever been to camp um, as a volunteer. And um, I was the I was the first visitor. I was the first volunteer who was there as a first time volunteer. The only mm-hmm. volunteer, excuse me, who was there as a first-time volunteer. Um, and so the camera crew followed me around the whole time I was at camp. It was crazy. It was very fun, but it was kind of crazy. Well, tell um, – so for those listeners who aren't familiar with Johnny and Friends, tell them what you were volunteering for. Johnny and Friends has a camp each year that they call Family Retreat, and they have them at a number of sites, and 15 or 20 or more. I don't know what the exact number is now. All over the country, and they are a camp that – caters to the needs of families and people affected by disability. Um, every activity that they offer typically is um, is modified so that people with special mm-hmm. needs can participate in it. They have right. small groups. So it's basically the family vacation that many people with disabilities can't ever take. If their child has very, very difficult behaviors or seizures or any of those things, you're, you can be normal when you go to camp. And that's, mm. most, that's what most families say is this is the only place we can come and be normal. And there's rest and there's spiritual encouragement and mm. food and mm. building up and fellowship. And it's really, I think it's really just a little piece of what heaven is really going to be like. <laughs> wow. I love it. It's encouraging for me to hear about the things that you do to help serve parents and children with uh, with disabilities. But one of the things that um, I really want to touch on today on the podcast is really aimed at the larger audience of listeners who maybe don't know somebody who is struggling with has a child with a disability, or if they do, they're not sure how to interact with them. Right. I think the 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 vast majority of women that I talk to about this issue, their their questions really um, kind of seem to center around 
I don't know what to do. Right. How can I minister to mm -hmm. a mom who has a child with special needs? And that's really um, what I would like to ask you about today. You know, in you, all of your years of working mm -hmm. with these families, you have a really uncanny ability, Melissa, to, and I've, I've watched you this. I mean, good night. You, you know, <laughs> I guess I could qualify as someone with special needs and you're working with me. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you really have an uncanny ability to be able to just jump right in. And mm -hmm. I, and I think that, um, not everybody's like that. That's very true. You know, I think some of us are maybe a little bit more, uh, we might be intimidated. I mean, certainly, you know, if you see a mom who's struggling with a child with a disability that you're not familiar with, mm -hmm. it might intimidate you or mm -hmm. you might feel like, oh, I don't, you know, avert my eyes, you right. know, um, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I'm wondering, um, what are some, what is some encouragement, maybe some tips that you could give to parents who are listening to this right now, who maybe they, they do know somebody that they could be an encouragement to, but they don't know how to be an encouragement. What kind of advice uh, can you offer that mom? I think one of the first things is to encourage people like you or like other people who are intimidated, that it's okay to think this is odd and different mm -hmm. because it is odd and different. Yeah. And it's a natural response to think that when something is different, it's natural to think it's different. And that's not wrong to think it's different. Right. So I think when we encounter the children with special needs in the grocery store or at church or at our homeschool co-op, I think if we speak too directly to that child, and teach our children to speak to these children and engage the children, I think that's one of the ways we can really bless that mom the most because mm. it shows that mom that we value that child. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's even right. Even if this child may be nonverbal, even if you know that child is not going to speak back or may not even look like they hear you, or maybe they don't even hear you, mm -hmm. but you can still get on their level and smile and wave or pat their hand. Or mm -hmm. There are so many ways just to show that you acknowledge that that child exists Mm -hmm. and love to be loved just like every other child that we encounter. Mm, that's that's awesome. so good. That and I think awesome. it's encouraging for uh, for listeners to just know that that's all right, that those feelings of just, mm -hmm. you know, am I, you know, am I, am I going to, yeah. are they going to be upset if I stare or I look funny or I don't interact right. with them funny? I think that the, their willingness to get in there and actually yeah. interact is a blessing to that parent. Right. And I think that's, that's probably what keeps people from doing that. And that's why we're, we're having you share these things mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. they can know, yes, it's normal to feel this, but you can do this and you're giving them tools to help bless these families. Yeah. One yes. of the things that uh, Melissa and I, we were talking about before the podcast began was um, she had this idea of teaching your children mm -hmm. uh, to interact with these kids, teaching your children how to speak to a child with disabilities. Um, Melissa, can you just elaborate a little bit more about what that looks like? Yeah, we have um, quite a few children with special needs in our church, so my kids have grown up around quite a few of these children, but even as comfortable as they are around kids with special needs, they still have questions. So when we are not around these children or their siblings or things like that, we will come home and we'll talk about some of these children and what their behaviors might be mm. or um, some of the things that may not be a behavior, like some, you know, one of these children might be 12 or 13 and they drool. Right. Well, that's kind of, that's different. Yeah. And we might think it's gross. I mean, you know, I really, I think it's gross when my, when my 12-month-old used to spit up on me. Nobody <laughs> right. likes that. Right. Nobody likes you know, that. It's okay to think it's weird. But so I would take, teach my kids, I would say, you know, when Susie hits you, you know that Susie doesn't actually know she's not supposed to hit you. Susie is saying hi when she hits you. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's okay to teach our children this is how this one is communicating with you, or it's really hard for this one if you get right in their face, but if you come and tap on their shoulder, that's what's best for them. 
So, and it's okay to ask the mom, say, you know what, I'm trying to teach my two children how to love your child. Can you tell me what your child, how oh, they I love, love that. That's love. awesome. Yeah. And then you can have, their, especially if it's at a homeschool co-op or at church, a family that you see regularly, mm-hmm. ask that family how that child loves to be loved and greeted. Mm-hmm. And then train your children aside from that family. You can train them on time on your own um, and encourage them to do that. You can say, hey, when we see Megan today, we're going to go say hi and see if we can get her to smile. And almost all the time you can. Oh, and then just encourage great. their willingness to be open and help the kids identify and say, you know, we actually wouldn't want everybody looking funny at us. We yeah. really want people mm-hmm. to say hi to us instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think really just be open and talk. And even if things are uncomfortable, be willing to talk about things that are uncomfortable because it's actually pretty good for us to be out of our comfort zone. Yeah. I right. think it's good to encourage our kids to do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really what you're doing is you are becoming a blessing, I would think, to that mom who maybe is used Very to having much. people staring at her child or, the, or they're, mm-hmm. they are intimidating. Mm-hmm. What you're doing in training your children is you're you're kind of securing a new generation right. of adults yes. who are going to know how to interact mm-hmm. with kids with special needs. And we don't want those mm-hmm. moms to feel isolated. We want them to feel part of what's mm-hmm. happening around mm-hmm. them. And we do that mm-hmm. by doing these things that Melissa's suggesting. Mm-hmm. Suggesting. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. There's a young man who works at a... Uh, at a convenient, not convenience store, but a grocery store called Fred Meyer. Hey, Melissa, you know Fred Meyer. You've been to my house, girl, you know. So uh, yes. we have a Fred Meyer here in my hometown, and there's a, a young man that works there, and he clear something is clearly not quite right. I mean, he just, and, but he that guy hugs everybody. And Aww. so for a long time, and he's he's pushing carts out in the, uh, out in the, uh, you know who I'm talking about, Jay? Yeah, Jay's nodding at me. Uh, this kid puts his carts in the parking lot and he's he's always wearing an orange vest. And my kids, you know, if you they used to avoid him. Like the people right, like, oh right. Lord, here he comes, he's gonna hug me. And finally I was like, you guys, he's not gonna hurt you. He's just, you know, hug him back. But you know what really ministered to them? When I saw him come up to me, I just put my arms out and I was like, hey buddy. And I hugged yeah. him. And after that, my kids did the same thing. Oh, that's and great. I think yeah. it's just being, you know, willing to see the parents step out there first and set that mm-hmm. example by mm-hmm. talking to the child mm-hmm. with disabilities and engaging them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's an opportunity to be Jesus with skin on. Mm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. no, that's exactly right. And then the other thing that we were talking about was just how how can we as moms encourage an, a mom who who is in the situation, maybe she needs some respite care, but we're intimidated or we don't, you know, like I'm not sure that I want to, I don't want to be responsible for, for a child who I think I might mess up and their feeding right. tube comes out or, right. you know, I don't want, I don't want to be in a life-threatening situation. I know my daughter or my, um, my nephew has life-threatening allergies. I mean, this kid goes into anaphylactic shop if, if he even touches like a Dorito, which there are Doritos all over mm-hmm. my house. <laughs> so, uh, I, I got to where I didn't, I, I didn't invite him over anymore because I was so afraid. Right. And it took a long time. And finally, I just asked my sister, like, what are the things I can do with him that are going to keep him safe and not give me a heart attack? <laughs> and just yeah. just hearing those, you know, her advice to me was really helpful. What, what do you say, uh, Melissa, that moms can do to minister to other moms and actually be a help to them? I think there are two real specific things. One of them is I would ask the mom how you can help. The mm-hmm. most she may, one of the ways may even be just go to her house yes. and play mm-hmm. on the living room floor while she goes and takes a shower yes. or right. she may love to cook dinner. That may be therapy for her. It would not be for me, right? <laughs> cook <it> for me. <laughs> but she may love to cook and may not ever be able to get her hands dirty mm-hmm. because she's so busy with her children or 
So I would ask that mom in particular, because every family situation is going to be different. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing I would do is encourage you that it's okay to to be intimidated. It's okay to be nervous. That's probably maybe a better word. Yeah. Um, Because we want to do things well, and we don't like to hurt other children. Right. That generally (laughs) that's not advisable. Right. (laughs) We don't want to say that we can do more than we're capable of. Yeah, that's right. The Lord regularly asks us to do things we're not capable of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are so two things you can do is ask the Lord to make you capable. Ask the Lord to help you be available, mm. to love that family well, and ask that mom and say, you know what? This intimidates me. Mm-hmm. I love your child and I love you. Will you show me how I can help you? Mm-hmm. Will you show me how I can learn to do this food tube? Or mm-hmm. will you show me how I can help you bathe your child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. show me how I can do this so that you can go to the mall for two hours or you can mm-hmm. take a nap or you can go on a date night. Mm-hmm. Date night. Mm-hmm. 96% of special needs marriages with a child with disabilities end in divorce. 96%. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And, and you, you, you can, can understand it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you can understand so it. You can understand the stress. Be trained. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Be willing to be trained. Um, and be willing to get out of your comfort zone. Honestly, that's one of the best ways we can train our children, too. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be called to Africa with scorpions and snakes, but you know what? The Lord does it all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's so, Because then you see the Lord working your strengths, and mm-hmm. you see that the Lord calmed your fears, and that He gave you courage when you needed it. And it's just, and then all you got to do is just love on your friends. You know? mm-hmm. I really love that. The Bible has a lot to say about the way that Jesus... Um, interacted with people. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had a soft spot. We know the Bible says he had a soft spot for children. Mm -hmm. But in John 9, 1 through 3, uh, there's a different story. It says, Jesus passed by and he saw a a man who'd been born blind. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned that this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, it was not this man who sinned or his parents, but that the work of God might be displayed in him. And what I love about this is that uh, Christ saw the man first, that those who'd been spending time closely with Christ, they still didn't have an understanding of the theology or uh, and disability, but he made it clear that the disability wasn't a punishment from sin and that God was being glorified. He mm-hmm. wanted to be glorified mm-hmm. through that mm-hmm. man's disability. And that's something I've learned uh, over the years from Steve Demi, whose son uh, has Down syndrome. And I think, how old is Steve mm-hmm. Demi's son? Is? He's 19 or 20 or something like that. Such a sweet kid. And every time Steve brings his son to a homeschool conference, it's like a little family reunion. He high fives everybody. And Steve has really taught us the value of um, God at work in the life of his son. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part Mm -hmm. of what we're doing when we're ministering Mm -hmm. to the community um, of uh, children with disabilities is we're we're saying, you know, we see God displayed in you. It may not look like how we think it should look, Mm -hmm. um, but we know that God is displaying his glory through this child's life. And it's up to us to love that child right where God's put him. So, yeah. And I think when we take that step of faith, God blesses us in that. You know, He blesses us, like you were saying, Melissa, with the strength that we need to do things we thought we never could do. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Melissa, I love having you here. We're going to, I'm going to go ahead and and end this episode. I've got a couple other questions I want to ask you. So, if you'd be willing to come back uh, next time at the podcast, we'd love to do this again. Can I talk you into it one more time? (laughs) 
Sure, I'd be happy to. Awesome. If you guys want any information, we're going to link back to several resources uh, that uh, Melissa is going to put up at the podcast for those of you who have a special needs child in your life and you're trying to figure out how you can be a blessing to their parents. And feel free to share uh, this podcast uh, with us. You can subscribe at iTunes by searching for The Busy Mom, and you can always subscribe to The Busy Mom by hitting subscribe at thebusymom.com. We'll see you back here next time at The Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.